Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. Well, that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, Sean. This week, Max is, is with me looking at coupons, uh, and and I think they kind of remind him of something that is late lamented uh, here in Arlington. Um, and, uh, and one of and Max's one of Max's favorite restaurants, maybe maybe in the area, and it's uh, is it is it. Clarendon Boulevard Wood Grill? Just Boulevard Wood Grill. Ah, okay. So Max is a big fan of this. In Clarendon. In Clarendon. Max is a big fan of this, or was a big fan of this place. And we actually, Sean, you and I actually broke the news to him that it had closed. That's true. Max, what what about it did you like so much? Did you go there a specific time or? Uh, I only ever went for brunch and their food was really good. I specifically like their French toast. Oh, okay. Did you ever get eggs Benedict? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the hollandaise <laughs> sauce, like just eggs. I ben- actually got e- eggs. I've gotten eggs Norwegian there as well, oh, which is like Norwegian. eggs Benedict, only instead of Canadian bacon, crab? it's smoked salmon. Did they have crab Benedict? I think they did. Oh, okay. Um, what about turkey Benedict? I don't think that's a thing. What about Who does uh, that? what about Arnold Benedict? Do they have Arnold Benedict? Isn't that all of them? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, the Oof, the topic. The t- <laughs> well, I don't. Just, just so you know. Oh damn it! Uh, well, whatever. You know, it, it, loser joke for loser guy. Uh, so this this week we're we're obviously going to talk about brunch, um, yep. and um, I, uh, you, you know, I I have feelings about brunch, um, and <laughs> and I actually did some more research than we normally do for this podcast. Oh boy. Uh, but I, I guess, I guess what I'd say is, Sean, do you remember the last time you went to brunch? Um, not re- uh, yeah, I do, but uh, for me, I'm talking about the last time I ate my first meal of the day on a weekend after, say, 10 a.m., Okay, so because there's a difference between what I'm, what we're talking about here, and what you, there's a difference between brunch and brunch. Okay, so and, and we've we've taken to referring to one of them often as uh, capital B brunch. Yeah, uh, and and I think it's important to define these terms. Yes. Um, lowercase B brunch is that is a meal. Uh, that is a meal. Capital B brunch is a cultural phenomenon. It's, it's, which it's is a lifestyle. It's I I luckily there are no sharp objects at the table that I'm sitting at because <laughs> I want to <laughs> cut out my own voice box so that I don't yeah. don't have to say that. But yeah, I, I it's it's it really is as, as they say it's a thing, um, and <laughs> it's this. It's not just having your first meal on a weekend at 10 a.m. or more likely between 12 a 12 p.m. and 2 p.m., um, but it's just like the fascination with going to that one brunch place and getting that thing that they have, 
and oh, yeah. and Max Max is making a motion that is not a, a twisted trumpet with his fingers. It's actually drinking bottomless mimosas or Bloody Marys on. Uh, and and I feel like this type of brunch, the Capital B brunch, I feel like that's really a Sunday thing more than a Saturday thing. But it can uh, be either. I think that's probably true. Sunday, it, it falls under the, the purview of something that horrible people call Sunday fun day. Um, uh, this, is, this reminds me a lot of how uh, hip-hop culture is, is really a, a lot of – it's got a lot of different component parts that all have to come together. There's, uh, there's rap. There's graffiti. There's uh, DJing and, and the music, and then there's breakdancing. Brunch, as as we are discussing, we're not discussing the meal. Um, my my hungover Indian food at noon on a Sunday doesn't really apply. Um, brunch involves uh, drinking. Often involves uh, food Instagrams. It involves uh, yuppies <laughs> in major city centers. Uh, you know these these are just these are some of the things that have to sort of be assembled before we can really call it brunch. Yeah, I, I think that the the point about it being young people, people around our age, is is pretty important. Yeah. Um, or, or people that are at least hanging on to that notion is is very important because it, it, that's where the cultural phenomenon aspect of it uh, come, comes from, I, I think. Because I think it is very much a thing that people do when they're hungover. Um, and also, uh, like, there's there are also, like, the fancier brunches and stuff, you know, special menus. I, I think those exist. But really what we're talking about is... I want that bottomless mimosa, and there might be house music playing too. Um, those those exist. Yeah, that um, sounds like a bad combination. Well, yeah, uh, and and there's even and I uh, I was in New York. I don't know. It was probably a year and a half ago, maybe longer now. And we went to and I met these people that I hadn't met before, and we went to a brunch, and it was like a celebratory brunch, which of course uh, for someone, and it's like one of those where. You, you get the table for a certain period of time because it's like, okay, you get it for this and you get unlimited alcohol for two hours. And the fact oh, that they have to, the fact that they have to put a cap on it like that, and there are all these other rules, like everyone at the table had to get it or no one could get it. It's huh. just – and Max is nodding his head. I think that's a thing yeah. um, as well. And it, it, makes, it makes sense, you know, these practices. But there's no other meal with those kind of parameters on it and like this weird fascination at least not not at this right. time um and that kind of i'd like to transition to uh, for homework for this almost uh i i had you watch the season two episode 10 of portlandia which is the brunch village episode yes um which Portlandia, if you're unfamiliar, that's really unfortunate because it's it's such a good lens on uh, our culture by the geniuses of Fred <laughs> Armisen and Carrie Brownstein, who uh, I wrote as a note watching that. Carrie Brownstein is a treasure because she is. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that at least that that my one criticism of the episode, if you're going to get the whole brunch thing right 
is that uh-huh. they don't depict the hungover brunch well. This is a little bit too polished um, in in the clientele, given that it's... Well, you, you also have to keep in mind, though, that uh, the the people going to the brunch village are... Uh, seem to be larger, like a little bit older. Yes. Um, and I would argue that the sort of... Uh, uh, Mad Maxian group at the back of the line. Yeah, I think they're probably pretty clearly meant to symbolize the drunk demons dragging themselves out of bed for brunch. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could definitely, um, I could agree with that. Uh, it, it's, I, I do. I, I do really appreciate the line aspect as well. You mentioned them being at the back of the line because mm-hmm. the waiting for endless amounts of time, that really is a big aspect of brunch. Because if you're going to dinner somewhere, which dinner, a nice dinner, I think way more enjoyable than brunch, even if you have to yeah. wait for a while because you can wait at the bar. But for Ooh, this good point. this breakfast lunch thing... Well, or alternatively, if, if you go to dinner... Either you make a reservation and you know exactly what time to show up there and they have a table for you, or if you go, if you if you choose to fly by night and you show up and they say, eh, it's going to be an hour and a half, you go to a different restaurant. Yeah, and and not everywhere has a brunch menu because cause they realize it's... Well, well everywhere where we live does. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> now, now, do you want to know why they don't have a brunch menu everywhere or why they shouldn't? I, I do. I do want to know why you think that. All right. I'm going to go to one of our favorite people in the cultural canon, uh, which is Mr. Anthony Bourdain from his 2001 book, Kitchen Confidential. I think it might have come out in 2000. But anyways, brunch menus are an open invitation to the cost-conscious chef, a dumping ground for the odd bits left over from Friday and Saturday nights or for the scraps generated in the normal course of business. You see a fish that would be much better served by quick grilling with a slice of lemon, suddenly all dressed up with vinaigrette. For on vinaigrette, on the menu, read preserved or disguised. I continue. Um, and how long has that Canadian bacon been aging in the walk-in anyway? Remember, brunch is served only once a week, on the weekends. Buzzword here, brunch menu. Translation, old, nasty, and ends, and $12 for two eggs with a free Bloody Mary. Um, and you know, he, he goes on to say that like the good cooks and chef work Friday and Saturday nights for the big dinner. That's when they're making a lot of money and everything and they're not there. So, uh, you know, that's something to get, as he says, consider that before ordering the seafood frittata. Um, yeah, that's the, the, the whole seafood, (laughs) seafood in the morning, man. Woof. That. That one doesn't sit right with me. Unless it's a and shrimp I haven't even eaten bracing the rim of a Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I suppose that's a little better. That It's a little better. Um, it's... But, I mean, it, it I, doesn't sit right with me and I haven't even eaten it yet. I feel like the stuff that you're eating is in the same kind of shape that you mm. are on Sunday morning, <laughs> which is there's, pickled and, and disguised. Well, there's oh. certainly there's, – there's an exception there and uh, an exception to the no seafood in the morning rule though. Which is? Gefalte uh, fish? No, it's lox. 
Oh, well, smoked salmon. But that's that is actually preserved. Like we know, I mean, smoking <laughs> is a type of preservation. Um, I was actually going to go a slightly different way. I was going to say something involving crab meat. Oh, um, I've never had that for breakfast. Oh, uh, well, a crab Benedict is a big thing. Oh, I hate them. I'm oh, not ordering that. Let's let's hold on. Um, let's let's save the Benedict for just a second because we're going to talk about that. Yeah, Benedict. Oh, uh, yeah, um, that, no, I... no, no. You know what? Fine. Fuck that. We'll talk about it now. No Benedict. No. Wait, I, I'll, I'll I'll hit you up with 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 some knowledge on that. Um, basically, hollandaise sauce is disgusting. Yes, and he talks about this because <laughs> no one makes it to order, and it, so that means it has to be at a certain temperature, at, you know, not too hot, not too cold, for right. a couple hours. It's not. It's eggs and clarified butter, or excuse me, is it is it eggs? It's eggs and clarified oh, yeah. butter. Absolutely. Yeah, so and some lemon. Yeah, you you don't want those problems, okay? You you don't. Now, Max, what is what is what was your preferred thing from Boulevard Wood Grill? Oh, the French toast. Why why the French toast? Which oh, was great it was about it. delicious. It had a nice uh, crispy outside edge. I think they made it with like frosted flakes, and mm-hmm. then they served it with like a homemade whipped cream and a um, Grand Marnier uh, kind of orangey maple syrup sauce. It was very nice. Okay. I, I will. I will say this. And their tater tots were really good, but I will, most I will tater say tater tots are. You, no, tater tots come from the freezer section. Sorry, not tater tots. Store. What do you call it when you make the you cut the potatoes and you home, home fries? fries. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, those things. Oh, Anthony Bourdain hates you, Max. I just want you to know that. Um. So it, <laughs> I will say this. So sad right now. The be... last, the last time that I went to brunch was with you max when you you and i and 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 our friend britain went to boulevard wood grill and i had the french toast and it was really good (laughs) it's delicious it tastes really good um i i would have been much happier if i had been able to get that in some other context or honestly at some other place um but so, like, brunch food tastes good. Eggs, uh, look, Eggs Benedict tastes good. Um, but, I don't know, I guess I just, I like, I like breakfast. And brunch uh, food is not breakfast. You know what I mean? So, this is really the point I wanted to get to, and this comes across in the episode uh, of uh, Portlandia that we're discussing So I didn't well. finish it. I actually uh, I, I missed the last, like, five minutes. <laughs> um, well, that, that's a, that's okay. Um, but it's... When, when people are getting brunch foods, I feel like what they really want is fancy breakfast foods. And if you want French toast, Sean, there's somewhere in Charlottesville that we both adore that will serve French toast, but they don't what, call it... my house? No... Okay, I was going to get to that in a second, but... Uh, the Cav Diner? No, no, no. Blue, Blue Moon Diner. Um, but the thing is, is it's it's a diner, and diners yeah. always serve breakfast, and I we, we're big fans of diners. You can get breakfast anytime. We are. You can coffee at any time. It, it might not be as fancy, but you're probably going to enjoy it, and you're not going to spend 30 fucking dollars. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I, 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 that's my big thought is people 
want maybe slightly fancier breakfast food, but if they went to a diner, they'd be just as happy. Now, when I've been to diners around here, they're always very crowded as well, so it's not like you're skipping yeah. the crowds, but you know, you might have to pay in cash, but you're only going to drop $10. And the well, and the crowd, the the type of people that are at the diner is probably way different too, yes. right? Yeah. And you're probably not mm-hmm. getting the bloody mary with your breakfast at the diner. Sure. That's okay. But maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get so, a, oh, can get a Bud Light. Yeah, but someone might pass you their um, you know, a can of skull so you can still get a little buzz, right? Yeah. There you go. See? <laughs> and they usually We're doing really good work good here. Yeah, I I mean, I I we're, like We're diners. pro food here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like diners. We've we've not that long ago we all including Kevin went to a diner at like I don't even know what time it was. It was like in, 1 in the morning. Yeah, 1 in the morning in Maine. That's really cool. You can do that yeah. at any time. Yep. Oh, that was so good. Absolutely. It's just somewhere where they can where, where I can get eggs and toast and and something that's not home fries. Uh-huh. Um now, yeah, the price markup I, on Capital B brunch is, is really <laughs> horrendous. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um I I, I got to say I, I'm a fan of the combination of eggs and regular fries. Interesting. Find this to be a good thing. Interesting. Now, you mentioned the making stuff at home bit earlier, yeah. which is a huge – that is my biggest contention about capital B brunch. I think it would be way more enjoyable to wake up hungover, and instead of focusing on the hangover for 45 minutes, you and whoever's sleeping on your couch or next to you, I don't know, why don't you make breakfast? Because if you have eggs and you have bacon and you have potatoes, you're good to go. And right. you know maybe there's an uh, uh, you know a, a flattening Andre bottle sitting around, and you don't even really need the mm. orange juice. Let's be honest. Um, but no, I, no, 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 no. You definitely need the orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I, or, or just make coffee. I mean, you can just do that instead. Uh, but the orange juice is what makes you not a degenerate. Yeah, uh, that's not shots of shots of vodka at 10 a.m. Go to meetings. Shots of vodka drowned in tomato juice with a whole farmer's market on a toothpick, you're doing something good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the reason I'm not a degenerate is not – the line is not orange <laughs> juice. It's a different line. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, that's the other thing about breakfast food and, and brunch food to that extent. It's not hard to poach an egg. It's not that hard. I yeah. I will I will happily do it for someone or show them, or you know just breakfast watch. Breakfast food it. is cheap. Breakfast food is cheap oh and God. not hard to do. I went to the grocery store last night. I bought the loaf of bread that I bought was maybe I don't know four dollars. The dozen eggs I bought was a dollar fifteen. Oh, it's a good deal on the eggs. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And you know what? That's a good thing to to learn to do. If you're, you know, not a big cooker, like, excuse me, ease into it with, you know, breakfast foods. I, I feel like that's a yeah. good foray into it. And again, you know, on the weekend when you're hungover, even if it's just you, it'll make you not focus on something and then and then you'll eat it as opposed to slovenly walking to, as, as Max is pointing out, the Burger King with your coupons and trying <laughs> to order something there. And having to read this small print and seeing that you actually can't use two two coupons in the same trip. It's really hard to say Chris Sandwich when you have a wicked hangover. 
yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, they got some good deals here. Yeah, they look kind of delicious. You can get a free Chris sandwich with the purchase of any Chris sandwich sandwich. Or you can get a dollar five-piece French toast sticks. Yeah, but those wow. don't have your frosted they flakes. Don't, yeah, no frosted flakes crust. Or gr- There's no Grand Marnier anything. <laughs> yeah, but they're a dollar. <laughs> you can buy a bottle of Grand Marnier and just pour it into the maple syrup. Do you know and how you still haven't Grand spent it, And you still haven't spent as much as you would have on Capital B Brunch. That, that, that is absolutely correct. And... <laughs> Um, and that's that's kind of like the the punchline of the episode is that you know ultimately the other places well they're just offering as, breakfast for like ninety nine cents yeah the place is just as charming and maybe you're not getting Mary Kings is charming uh, you're not getting <laughs> maybe you're not diners, getting though. you're not getting Marionberry pancakes but you're gonna get blueberry pancakes mm-hmm. and you don't know you don't know the difference between those berries you fucking liar. <laughs> Uh, That's a good point. So I, I, I'm really curious now. Now that we've sort of we, we've detailed our our many gripes with brunch, I, I kind of want to turn the lens back on the brunch people because that's a big. That's one of the main component parts of capital B brunch. It's who it's who's eating it. Because my mom and dad go have have brunch at a, a place in downtown New Orleans on a pretty regular basis, but they are not quote unquote brunch goers. Yeah, I mean they who are these people and more importantly, why? I why why what's the what is the allure of an overpriced tweener meal um and and drinking on a Sunday morning. I think it's I think there is a uh, and we've kind of talked it, about it before in the in the line episode our line episode to an extent and I think we talk about it with other things as well, which is just there is this. Um, I think that the people who go to brunch are, are just they're an ex- it's the people who are collecting things. Oh, oh, I went to brunch. I went to this place for brunch, so I had to wait in line, and I got this dish, and I took the picture of it, and so now you can see that I got it. It's very, it's very um, uh, braggy. I, I think, think that's the It's not that they're collecting things, because, like, pe- sneakerheads, like, collect sneakers. Like, they buy a bunch of shoes, and you have a closet full of, you know, full of Jordans or something. You don't get to keep... You, you don't get to keep brunch. The gram is forever, Sean. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not it's Snapchat. Not, nor, it doesn't go away. should it be. Also, oh, Snapchat doesn't go away. You know that, right? Uh, nothing goes you, away. Well, you don't, you don't know that because you don't use it. And you're uh, a chat self-righteous, snap? sanctimonious, non-Snapchat user. Um, it's just too much for me to keep track of. But yeah, I, I hate to burst bubbles for anybody. But uh, that shit stays there. There's the server. Evan Spiegel's got a server somewhere. Schmiegel? Evan Schmiegel? The precious. <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm I definitely did. not getting chat snap now. There's no way. <laughs> Golly. Um, and put it on your phone while you're not looking. Uh, so, I, no, I, I think that that's that's right. You can't You can't collect it, but you can always go back and say... 
I went to, you know, we waited, we went to brunch. Oh, the mosa was so good. Have you had the the avocado toast? Okay. Oh man, avocado toast. Nope. I just got really nope. sad. We're not we're not going down this road. Oh man. Um but my condition is like you know, American Psycho, that film, I haven't read the book, which is probably, <laughs> there's such like this, there's there's such a joke on, and it came out about the same time as Kitchen Confidential, but there's such a joke on in, I guess, the 80s with, you know, oh, you know, you can't even get a reservation here or whatever. There's a yeah. certain level of class in, in, in exclusivity, in, in that kind of exclusivity with, with the dinners and stuff, uh-huh. Br- brunch. And the brunch that the capital B brunch versus what I'm sure your parents do, where they have, they're having lowercase B brunch. Um, the capital B brunch, it's usually not very classy, or it's you know because they're mimosas, it seems classy. But at the end of the day, you spent forty dollars on fish from Friday. Well, it's a very it's a very showy. It's very it's a very like new money kind of classy. Uh, yep, that that's true. Not that not that American Psycho isn't new money because but. Oh, That's, American Psycho is new money as hell. Yeah, but there's this – there's like I should show it by buying – look, trying to look really classy. Max, you were going to say? Well, I think a big difference in a lot of this is that the Capital B Brunch is a social outing. And people can put it in their head as being a social outing, which gives you an excuse to eat more than you should of what you shouldn't and drink more of maybe what you shouldn't when you shouldn't. But so is a fancy uh, dinner. It can still be very much a social outing. Right, but it's on a day when the yuppie, the traditional yuppie schedule, wouldn't allow for a fancy dinner. Yeah, I think that... So the, they can do the fancy brunch. The people who are going to Capital B Brunch are hungover from probably Natty and Rail Drinks. <laughs> um, Am I wrong? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Also, maybe some of them are, are the kind of people that would go, you know, make a big show of ordering top shelf liquor. Yeah. You're, you're right, but I'm thinking they're probably hungover from their pregame. Um. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not so sure. I, I worked at a restaurant for eight years that served brunch on Sundays. Max! In a place where there weren't a lot of young people. Yeah. And... I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that culture goes away. There were plenty of people there to older people, but you know, women also, in their fifties and sixties to go get hammered and eat expensive eggs every but, Sunday. Would you argue? Would you concede that it's pretty uh, tourist friendly? What's that? Uh, the restaurant where you worked. Oh yes, it was definitely tourist friendly. They were out of towners. Is what I'm saying. Um, perhaps. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a difference between like I'm on vacation, let's go crazy, and. This is this is where I'm gonna go to work tomorrow. Yeah, that was your second Prince reference in this episode. The first one was the mention of the loaf. Oh, that was a bread loaf. I'm sorry. Okay, Rappaport. <laughs> the, pur- the purple loaf returns. Uh, stop. No, we're done with that. We're done with that for now. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's not the same when you're. When you're taking some, when you're taking a vacation, you you live your life by different rules, and, so that, and the, that's that's not the same as you know a 26 year old um, going to a brunch place that's like three blocks from their office. Yeah, but I, I do think that the capital B brunch people 
do have their own rules, which are, you know, whatever <laughs> whatever that is. And, you know, Max... Whatever I want all the time. Max, coming back to you going to Boulevard Woodgrill, I don't think you're a capital B brunch person. Um, you just like that place for that meal. I totally get it. Um, well, I liked it. They, they did close uh, in August, um, unfortunately. And I didn't know they closed until... I think November when I tried to go. Yeah. So I wasn't exactly, uh, you know, up on that information. Uh, speaking of Destin, Clarendon, really quick, Sean, last week, uh, Saycraft uh, abruptly announced that they were closing within the week. Wow. That's, um... Yeah. It's, there's, uh, I'll have to do some recon on that and see what happened. But yeah, so, you know, things pass, things change. Um, I don't know if the capital B brunch thing is going to go away though. Like, are those people going to continue? Is this, is this always going to be a thing or is there going to be a new fad? Are we going to go from cupcakes to macaroons? <laughs> Didn't we go the, I thought we went the opposite direction. I, I, I don't, wrong. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was before capital B brunch because it's, oh, I just mean, I thought we went from macaroons to cupcakes. There was, there was a healthy line out the door for Georgetown cupcake today, right around three thirty PM. So, I, which, I, which is cupcake time to be fair, but no, this, a, a what? Don't, this is not, this is not something that should 3 be discussed. 3.30 on a Monday is work time. Well, there was plenty of people waiting for cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, we were not in that line. Today, today was a holiday. It might not oh, be next year, but it will that's be. Right. It was. We are, no. we are yes, today was a holiday for probably most of the people. We are recording area. this on Martin Luther King Day. I, see, I was at work. I didn't have a holiday. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess I, I'm just getting a head start on America 2018. Um, yeah, that... Uh, man. Uh, but... Yeah, that's it is a reasonable like I don't I don't know that these people move on to anything different. Um is is brunch going to continue to be like I don't know that they had bottomless mimosas and uh certain times, you know, you get your table for x number of hours. I don't know if they had that 10 15 years ago. They probably had brunch buffets and stuff. Um yeah, I think the was... Hay Adams in DC has like it's very expensive but uh it's like a renowned brunch kind of buffet type thing okay uh, and it's very cool but so different it's in a hotel it's very fancy it's very nice mm-hmm. um you know so i i i like brunch food i do too i just i don't i, I don't believe the hype mr flave i do for, not for you for you the aversion to the rest of brunch culture is strong enough that you willingly forego the tasty food you know what i make my own tasty food there you, or i yeah. go to a diner there you go that that's fair i mean look i i think that it's a good point well taken that brunch was around before and is going to continue to be around even if it takes a different form i mean you know, you made mention of avocado toast, and like that's that's a thing now. And then, I mean, who knows? We're gonna like breakfast ramen in seven years or something like that. Um, uh, I've no, it, it's not. Big. I've I actually had it in in Brooklyn. Oh god, yeah, and it was it was very good. It, it's like one of the 
quote unquote brunches and we took, but I don't think me or the person I was neither of us drank alcohol. It was with it was with Danny. She it was it was actually really quite good, um, and there weren't very many people there. It was a very unbrunch like brunch experience. Um, hmm. it, was, it was very nice, um, but you know part of that is okay. the company uh, you keep. Yeah. So very very true. Well, I think we've maybe. We've all probably talked more than we really want to about brunch. Uh, so I guess it's your turn. If you want to tell us your thoughts about brunch, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod. Uh, let us know why you do or don't brunch. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Tell me how great Founding Farmers is. I've never heard anyone talk about it before, ever. <laughs> oh, God. It's almost like that was sarcastic. Um, now... As, as it is every week, it's time for that magical segment called Pierce is Sorry. What's on tap this week? Um, so watching that Portlandia episode, it, it reminds me of uh, – there, there's a scene when they're in the back of the line area and uh, Carrie Brownstein's character in that part of the sketch is like tied up to a chair and yep. they start like trying to feed her a Pop-Tart, uh, and <laughs> which is – it's hilarious and she's like no 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 um and (laughs) she uh, what i what that reminded me of is when i was younger i ate pop tarts um and i'm not sorry for eating pop tarts what i'm sorry for is uh in the telling me talking about eating pop tarts since then and, and stuff like that with various people um i I'm sorry f- for sharing that I never toasted them because apparently that makes me a sociopath and someone who is insane. Uh, apparently that is frowned upon in this established society. Wait, are uh, you a sociopath for not just toasting? Not usually toasting them or never toasting? Never toasting them. You've never toasted a pop tart. I've had a toasted pop tart, but I'm like, this is hot. If I want a pop tart, because I want to eat it quickly. Um, uh, I don't know if this touches sociopath level, but like, you should no. probably toast your pop tarts. I, I think, it, it, in retrospect, it's. I mean, I'm not going to go eat a pop tart anytime soon. But it's. I mean, there's a reason. It's called a toaster pastry. That's the. That's the product. Yeah, but there it says it on the box. There are the toaster strudel things. I had those. Those you yeah. obviously have to toast. Yeah, because they start out frozen. Oh, do they? Yeah, they're frozen. Yeah. And you have the sauce that you put on top. Well, whatever. I've moved on to better things, okay? <laughs> but I'm I'm sorry for sharing that I didn't toast them because the repulsion in the faces of the people that I shared this with mm. were, oh. I eat, you realize I eat that plenty just... of untoasted pop tarts. You yeah, me I too. ate plenty of untoasted pop tarts. Yeah, yeah. You just, you if I had the time, you... toasting them made them way better. <laughs> yeah, you realize but... what you basically just did was, I'm sorry, you were offended. Oh man, that's what you did. <laughs> this you do this like two out of every three weeks. I mean, you're. I'm yeah. sorry, you were offended. By no, what but I did. in in retrospect, it was it's a as they say it's a learning experience because I realized that was just stupid on my part. I wasn't having the full enjoyment. I should have but toasted the pop tart. But again, you didn't say I'm sorry for not toasting my pop tarts. You said I'm sorry for sharing yeah. that I didn't toast my pop tarts. No, that's but it's... not being sorry for the action. It's being sorry you got caught. Well, except no. this is like turning yourself in and then being sorry you got caught. 
What? Listen, what man. What insane logic is this? You know what? This is the logic of someone who never toasts their Pop-Tarts. No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so what you just uh, – what we came back to is – because, and this is totally causation, not just correlation. Because I didn't toast my Pop-Tarts, I'm a sociopath. I'm saying yep. you're a sociopath and you didn't toast your Pop-Tarts. Never? I mean, I've had them toasted before, but it was okay. like someone would be like, hey, you want a Pop-Tart? I'm like, this is toasted. Why is it hot? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this? My hands. The inside's like lava. Christ. The inside did get like fucking lava. It was oh, <laughs> totally <laughs> awful. Um, All right. It's time to close the show. Yeah. And this week, I- I'm going to close it with uh, with a hot take. Um, I recently rewatched um, the original Star Wars trilogy, and I'm, I'm going to go on record and say that Return of the Jedi is a trash movie. Um, it, it's not that hot a take because many people have had that exact same, uh, have reached that same conclusion and have written about it. But uh, if I hadn't seen that movie for the first time when I was a preteen, I, I would have hated it. Um, Why? So, we should set the stage here. The, the The movie preceding it, The Empire Strikes Back, is incredible. It's this, it's this movie that's got badass battle scenes. It's got... Um, in, you know, Darth Vader is, uh, he appears poised to win and, and, and take over the, you know, the, the Empire is set to crush the Rebellion. He cuts Luke Skywalker's hand off, you, you know. You there's also, spoiler oh alert, there, oh, there's, shut up. There's also a place called Cloud City, which is not where Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa hang out, but might be. <laughs> well, I, I, would, I would maybe beg to differ. Um, With food catered by Martha Stewart, of course, because they're all buddies. Right. You have Boba Fett, who is this huge badass. Um, does he ever speak? In any, he never speaks, does no, he? No, he does. He does. He has a couple lines. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're Because he has right. an Australian accent. Um, and, this and you is have, a knife. And, <laughs> and you have arguably the biggest... I mean, say what you want about M. Night Shyamalan. Or whatever. You have what's kind of one of the biggest like plot twists and biggest reveals in the history of cinema. And then Return of the Jedi is basically a cartoon. Um, so there's two... I have two major, major uh, bones to pick with Return of the Jedi. And one is the classic, sort of the classic one, uh, and that is the Ewoks. Cuddly little cartoon bear things uh, that somehow are the, uh, they're the key to the rebellion succeeding and and destroying the second Death Star, uh, which seems unlikely at best. I, I think I think you're unfamiliar with World War II history if you think that they're not capable of uh, you know winning large scale wars. But whatever, continue. And so it, it 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 brings me back to 
the uh, a, a, an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> I, no, Max I, I'm is serious. Max is making the face that Jabba makes when he's getting choked by that chain. <laughs> well, it, it's going to make sense in a second. Okay. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character. Um, it, it, uses a, a fictional concept called the Ewok line. And the Ewok line is a, a, a line is perhaps misleading. It's a point in time. And that is May 25th, 1973. Exactly 10 years before Return of the Jedi came out. And the idea is that people born uh, after... May 25th, 1973. So people who were less than 10 years old when Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi initially came out uh, love the Ewoks and think they're, you know, cute and cuddly and adorable. And people who were born before May 25th, 1973, who were 10 or older when the movie came out, uh, don't like them and, and think they're ridiculous cartoon characters. And... Uh, you know, specifically because the younger people were still at the age where they might have had teddy bears. Now, I was, I'm pretty sure I was less than 10 when I saw Return of the Jedi for the first time. Um, but it, it doesn't hold up. It, it, it's not like I liked the Ewoks when I first saw it, so I love them forever. No, they, they're the worst thing in the movie. Uh, the other thing, because I mentioned Boba Fett, um, there's the scene where, uh, Jabba is attempting to, to put, you know, to put the heroes to death in the Sarlacc pit. And, uh, obviously a fight breaks out because you can't, you, you can't have Luke and Han uh, die in the Sarlacc pit. That's not how that works. Um, but Boba Fett is there, and he winds up meeting his demise uh, basically because he trips and falls. And I, I don't... I really don't like that they take this character who one one film ago was this uh, greatest bounty hunter in the badass. universe. Yes, right, and, and make him like a you know make him a fall guy, like you know someone who does prat falls for laughs. Except he dies. Like, it, eh. would you say it's so? It's not dissimilar to maybe a basketball team has one of the best defenses around, and then they they and also have a very competent offense with some NBA folks, and then they can't get a ball across the halfway line or keep a 15-point lead late in the second half of a game that matters a lot. It sounds kind of like that. you got to stop watching The Wizards, man. No, no. That's, that that's, was not. No, that's a, that's a reference to a certain oh, team. Oh, no, nope, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, no. No, it, it, there are kind things in... You know what? You know what this is? Is it, it? It was the sign that George Lucas did not need to make any more movies because the third one gets a little loopy, and then the next movie he makes, he's got a CGI like a slug person named Jar Jar. The third, with a few exceptions, 
the third movies of trilogies are are not good. I don't get it. Why? And well, I get it, money, but like I I also don't get it. Ocean's Thirteen was a lot of fun. I enjoyed oh, that. Ocean's Thirteen was trash. Well. <laughs> Are you com- it was are you comparing it to Ocean's Eleven? Those movies are like boom, boom, boom. Oh, Ocean's or is it Ocean's Twelve? That's the terrible one, and then Thirteen is kind of good again. One think, of them is. I think awful. that's the case. I think, oh, okay. I, think I might have mixed them up. I just know one. People one don't of the like, sequels is just people so don't bad. like Twelve so much because it's kind of it's the most confusing one. Thirteen, like, they're back in Vegas. Like Godfather Three, trash. Well, well, that's not a movie that I'm familiar with. Yeah, Spider Man right. Three, trash. I've second that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Knight Rises definitely. Uh, I I don't know that I would call it trash, but definitely not as good as Dark Knight or even Batman Begins, for that matter. Um, yeah. Well, the the exception I can think of is, is... Return of the King. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's, that's the only book. one that's coming to me. Well, sure. True. That's a good point. Anyways, back to your main point. <laughs> Boba Fett tripping and falling after Who? being this super villain. <laughs> and then Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Rancor either. Well, no, that's that's kind of cool. Kinda. If you rewatch yeah, it, it's like it. really stupid. I looking. think we need to be more respectful of Jim Henson. Uh, you know, he did go to he did go to, he was a a T-rapping, but that's we forgive him for that. Um, he did, he did all the, the puppets. That's dope. And maybe you disagree with the Ewoks, but like, they're iconic. Didn't the Ewoks have, weren't those little children? Really? Yeah, the Ewoks aren't puppets. There's little kids in, in teddy bear outfits. Damn. (laughs) I don't know whether that's worse or better. It's, it's worse, I think. (laughs) Especially when you rewatch like this scene at the end where they're all celebrating. <laughs> do you think they it's, hit? It's on, do you think they? If do you think the the Ewok children hit on people at Capital B brunch and say like, oh. oh, "I was an Ewok," you can't be denied. Who's who's going to say no? You weren't. Well, because anyone who was ten at the time will think me. they're cuddly and adorable, me, and anyone else everyone. will hate them. Me, everyone, everyone will say, "Um, no, you weren't." And it, because if you were, why would that be your move? That's a terrible move. Well. You know what? I don't want to give the Ewoks any more breath. No. Trash no. movie, and it's their fault. If you disagree with Sean on his on his saying Return of the Jedi is trash, let us know. We want to hear about it. Yeah, come at me. I'm ready. <laughs> um, that is the end of the show. You can find us on our website, prettyokpod.com. You can get this episode on the site, or you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes and never miss an episode. Uh, if you do subscribe, please, uh, it, you know, if you like the show, leave us a review. Tell us why. Um, and if you have ideas for future show topics, you can send them to us at itsprettyokay at gmail.com. We will be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening. Bye, President Obama.